we have some really incredible couples that are part of our pastoral team here, and we're just so thankful for that. We love seeing couples in ministry together, and many of you, if the bridge is your home church, you are familiar with Pastor Zach because we get the opportunity to hear him frequently on Sundays, And but you may not be aware, or some of you may not have even met his beautiful wife, my daughter-in-law, Ashley, and she's an amazing woman in her own right. And Ashley is passionate about God, about his house, about people, about God's word. And I am so thankful for her. She is such a blessing within our leadership team here at Chick Connection. For those of you who come on Tuesdays, you have heard her speak before on Tuesday mornings, but she is gonna share the word with us tonight. So I want you to join me in giving a super big welcome to Ashley Martin. Shouldn't allow family members to introduce ya. <laughs> hey, I love our Monday nights. Nothing like a good girls' night out, right? Yes, I love it. Hey, and our youth girls are here. Where are you at? I love our youth girls. Repre you got to represent tonight, okay? I heard that Bridge Youth is a little loud, so you need to get a little loud and rowdy tonight and say, make your presence known. Bridge Youth in the house. All right. Hey, we've been, um, you know, in this series this season at Chick Connection called Light the Way. And, you know, many of you have been with us from the very beginning. Maybe today or tonight you're just jumping in with us and into this season. And, you know, it's been really incredible. And we've had some amazing teachings. We've just been able to really dive deeper into the Word of God. And we've had some great teachings from Pastor Ann and from Maureen and just have heard um, just some really practical stuff. You, do, you guys like practical? I like practical, okay? I like simple and, you know, give it to me straight kind of things, okay? And so, um, so I would just encourage you, you know, we, we have a Chick Connection podcast that you can listen to, so I would encourage you to go back and have a listen to these. Even if you've heard them before, just re-listen to them, and there's studies that we're doing along with it, and just really, really, really passionate this season about getting women into the Word of God, because it is life, right? I want to read to you the back of this card, you know, we, this is our invitation card, and this is... Um, just has the heart of what this season is all about in here. So you can pull this out, you can read along with me, but I just want to read it to just kind of frame our message for tonight. It says, have you ever longed to know God more, to have a deeper understanding of his word, to find answers and wisdom for every situation and season of life? As 21st century women, we all walk down various paths, but there is one light that will illuminate each of our paths guide our steps with wisdom and lead us into the amazing lives that we were created to live. The word of God is that light which will speak to us right where we are. I love that. The word of God is so powerful and we need to be women who get his word into our lives every single day. And so tonight, I just wanna be, again, very practical with you and I wanna be, um, simple and basic and just talk about the word of God and what it adds to our life. So 
let's just get into this right away. I should have opened up my iPad already. Hope they're right. You can just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Not too long, though, because I know how you girls are. Well, maybe, maybe for a long time. Download. Okay, shh, shh, don't get started. I'm going. <laughs> I know how you are. All right. So, the verse that we've really framed this season around is found in Psalm 119.105. And it says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. I love how the message Bible puts words around this. It says, by your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Like I said, this season has been all about light the way. And so we're just going to get into his word um, and just talk about three practical things that the word of God does in our lives. And I just want to encourage you, take notes tonight, not because I have anything brilliant to say, because I don't, but the Spirit of God will speak to us through his word tonight. So be note takers, be women who are pulling out those notes. I don't know how you like to do it, whether you do it on your phone or you do it on your pen and paper. I'm super old school and I hate taking notes on my iPad. I'm like, I need the paper, I need the pen, I need the Bible, I want to hear the pages like doing this. The wrestling of the pages, you know? Okay, are you, is anybody else like that? Okay, cool. Okay, and you can talk to me tonight, all right? Let's... You know, one of my love languages is words of affirmation, so just feel free to talk and communicate with me tonight, okay? We good? Okay. All right, so the first thing that, we want to talk, that I want to talk to you about, what the Word of God does for us, is it builds wisdom into our lives. Now listen, we all need wisdom, no matter how seasoned you are in life, or how young you are in life. We need wisdom. In fact, the Bible actually commands us to get wisdom. Wisdom gives us the mind of Christ. And so I love this definition of wisdom that I found actually in the Message Bible. It says this. It says, wisdom is the art of living skillfully in whatever actual conditions we find ourselves Wisdom helps us live skillful lives, and it helps us to do life well. It helps us to live pure lives and to live healthy lives, to do relationships well. It helps us how to teach us, us how to manage finances, how to, um, gosh, there's, wisdom is like, it's endless. It just goes on and on and on. And so I love the book of Proverbs because um, it's kind of like a one-stop shop for all things wisdom. You know, the Bible is full of stories about men and women um, walking out in wisdom and, and all that kind of stuff. But like I said, just I really love Proverbs because when it comes to building wisdom into our lives, it's just a great starting point, especially when it comes to talking about the word of God and getting his word in our spirits. Proverbs is a great place for us to start when it comes to building wisdom. I remember as a, as a young girl, my dad is a pastor. I don't, something... Apparently, I could not get away from pastors in my life because my dad's a pastor, my brother's a pastor, my husband is a pastor, I have uncles that are pastors, I have cousins that are pastors, I have a father-in-law who's a pastor, a mother-in-law who's a pastor. Like, I just couldn't get away from it. So, I don't know. Not that that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying. Anyways. So as a young girl, my dad would always encourage us, me and my brothers, to get into Proverbs and just really encourage us to build wisdom into our lives from a young age. I mean, from the time that like we could read, he literally would make, he printed out a chart that was like laid out um, a month 
So Proverbs has 31 chapters, and so he would always encourage us, read one chapter a day, it'll get you through the month, and then you start on over. And so um, he would make us these charts that we could like put little star stickers on, like, good job, you read your Proverbs for the day. And, you know, for me, it was just, sometimes I just like to see that my chart was filled not so much about reading the Proverbs, but as I got older, it wasn't so much about getting a star on the chart as much as it was about building wisdom into my life. And um, listen to this. In Proverbs 4, 4 through 13, this is a bit of a lengthy scripture, but I just want to um, just put some framing around what wisdom will do for our lives. It says this. My father taught me, take my words to heart. Follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. I think it's safe to say that we need wisdom in our lives. Amen? Amen. I remember as a teenager, I had a little bit of a problem with um, just an attitude problem. And um, not to anybody else, actually, only with my parents. I was actually a very sweet person to other adults because that was like a whole other thing in our house that you, you're not disrespectful to adults. That's like a whole other level of punishment. But um, with my parents, I had a bit of an attitude problem, a bit of um, just the spirit of pride in me. And I'll be honest with you, it scares me a little bit because um, my daughter's a little bit like that. She's... Um, I will just move along. They say what goes around comes back around. Anyways, so I had this spirit of pride in me. And, you know, I could just remember always getting in trouble and just, you know, like crazy trouble, but just my parents being like, Ashley, do you think that we don't know anything? Do you think that we haven't been around a time or two? And I just could never, I was like, mm, I don't need to listen to you. Like, I've got this. Like, I'm good. I'm 12 years old. I've got this. Okay? Any 12-year-olds in here? You got this? Don't raise your hand because you do but um, I can remember, you know, again, with my dad just encouraging us to be in Proverbs. And I can remember coming across scriptures that would talk about pride. And, man, it just brought so much conviction in my heart. And, like, the good kind of conviction where you're like, oh, something needs to change here. Something's got to give. And here's some of the Proverbs that I just, that stuck out to me. I have Proverbs 13, verse 10 says, pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Man, I was constantly quarreling with my parents just about me knowing better than them. Again, what goes around comes back around. Oh my gosh. Pray for me, guys. Okay. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before the fall. Man, I, and I could just remember thinking, God, I do not want my life to look like that. I want to be a wise woman. I want to grow in wisdom. I don't want my life to be destructed. I want my life to flourish and to grow. So God, help me to apply this wisdom. 
And you know, pride is something, I'll just be very honest with you, it's something that I still deal with from time to time. I mean, I'm not so much with my parents, but anyways, still deal with from time to time, but I'm so grateful for God's word and the wisdom that it offers us. Man, Proverbs, get into Proverbs, okay? Let's, let, let me tell you something practical tonight. Like I said earlier, Proverbs has 31 chapters. Okay? Some of you may already do this. For you young people, man, like I said, you're never too young to get wisdom. So let's start. You know, we're about to hit a brand new month, April 1st. Get into Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, and just get it in your spirit. We need wisdom. Amen? Amen. All right. The second thing that God's word adds to our life, or that does for our life, is it builds faith into our lives. I love faith. I'm a faith girl. I just, I don't know what life would be without faith. Like, I can't imagine going through life without having faith. Anybody with me? Like, faith is, we need, it's like wisdom. We need faith. Amen. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the Bible. And Hebrews 11.6 says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, God. If it's impossible to please God without faith, then we need to build faith into our lives, right? So how do we do that? By hearing the word of God and spending time in him and just getting his word into us. You know, many of you in here, you're believing God for some pretty big things. As soon as I say that, something comes to mind and something in your spirit just comes out and you're like, yes, I am believing God for something. Uh, Girls, a lot of you young girls in here, you have big dreams in your heart. Dreams that God has put there. And you have things inside of you that you're like, God, this is big. And let me just tell you, we need faith for those things. We need faith to see those things come to pass. You know, um, back when I was pregnant with our our first child, our little girl, Livy, um, I was about, gosh, probably like two weeks away from, or maybe a month out, whatever, timeline. You know when you're pregnant, you forget timeline of things. So anyways, towards the end of my pregnancy with Livy, we had um, just gotten a really horrible phone call about um, there just being a bit of a hiccup in our insurance, and they basically said, I'm sorry, your insurance isn't going to cover anything. And so if you've had a baby in here, you would know that um, even with insurance, having a baby is quite expensive. So having a baby without insurance, and not to mention having a baby in Orange County at a fancy schmancy hospital in Newport Beach um, was even more expensive. So we were just facing down this crazy bill that we like never in my wildest dreams would I have like imagined that we would face a bill like this and we just we were like God what do we do we need some faith let's build up our faith here like I remember clinging to Philippians 4:19, where it says my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ's glory. And so I just remember praying that, God, you will supply all of our needs. You know that there is just no way that we can afford a bill like this. Nor do I want to, like, I mean, I love my baby, but I do not want to pay this kind of a bill. Um, And so I just remember clinging to that and saying, God, you will supply our needs. You are faithful, God. You are entirely faithful. I believe that you are faithful, and I believe that you are going to supply our needs. 
And you know, about two weeks before um, I had Libby, we got another phone call, and this time it was a phone call that we wanted to get. And the insurance company said, hey, we just want you to know that we're going to take care of everything, that you're not going to have to pay anything. And let me just tell you, man, our faith rose. And we're like, God, you are so good. You are so faithful. You are true to your word. You will supply all our needs. Father, thank you. And, you know, right now, Zach and I are still, we're still believing for God for a lot of things. And one of the things in particular that we're just really believing God to come through on is that, um, that we're going to be able to buy a house one of these days. You know, we don't, we don't want to rent forever. Like, we want a place that is our own and that we can make our own. And so, you know, many of you know if you've bought a house before, especially in Southern California, that um, it's not, you know, the, the smallest purchase, especially where we live. And so, you know, in, our, in the season that we're at right now, like, we're just not quite there, but we will get there. And, you know, in the natural, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, when we talk about this, we're like, yeah, we're, we literally, every single night, when we tuck our kids into bed, we pray for the, just the things that we're believing God for. And we say, God, and we thank you for that house that is on its way. Like, we're believing that it's coming. And, you know, in the natural, it, it actually doesn't make sense at all. Like, it's like, mm, no, that's that's probably never going to happen. It would be easy for us to just sit back and say, mm, that's not going to happen. Maybe some of you in here, you, you're facing something and you're just like, yeah, that's just never going to happen in the natural. But you know what? Faith is a spiritual thing. And so when, when we get into the word of God, our faith is lifted. And when our faith is lifted, our expectations of what God can and will do for us is also lifted. So, the Bible says that with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. Therefore, I believe that God is going to come through for us because he came through for us before, so he's going to come through for us again. So I don't know what you're facing tonight or what the things are that you're believing for. But listen, the Bible says that nothing is impossible for God. Okay? Nothing is impossible for our God. You know, I was saying before that, that faith is a spiritual thing. So when we take our natural and we align it with the faith, with our faith in God, he is able to do the supernatural. The supernatural. There's nothing our God cannot do. Amen? Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God, and it likens faith to a shield. And this shield, faith, it's, it's our defense. You know, when we're being attacked, we throw up that shield, and we stand firm in our faith in God's word. We stand firm because we, when we're in the word, we know what his word says, and it builds up our faith. And when our faith is built up, we are able to fight back against the enemy. And when our faith is being attacked and we're feeling shrunken down, all we need to do is draw on that shield. And we say, no, I have faith, and I am standing on God's word. I'm standing on his promises. I know what he says, and therefore, I believe it. Amen? Jude 120, it tells us to build up our most holy faith. We've got to get his word in us. We've got to get it part of our lives. We've got to get it around us. You know, I, 
I'm, I'm like crazy about like post-it notes and chalkboards and mirrors and writing God's word where I can see it. So you know, I'll just be honest with you, as I'm, I have two children and in the season that I'm at right now, it is, it can be difficult to always be in his word. Not that that is an excuse by any means, but one way that I get his word into my heart is by just plastering it over our house. You could come over to our house at any time and you'll see his word written on our fridge. I've got a piece of paper. Here's something for you about the houses. We've got a picture of two houses that we're believing for. They're just random houses, but houses. And we've got scripture right next to them saying, okay, God, your word says this, and we believe it. We've got another scripture at the sink so that when I'm reading, when I'm doing dishes, I can see it, and I'm getting it in my spirit. We're, scripture. I used to drive around with post-it notes, like taped onto my steering wheel, so that when I was driving, I would see his word. We just have to be like that. we got to be strategic, right? Because the enemy is out, and he's, he's ready to attack us. And we need to be able to draw on that shield and say, no, my faith is strong, and I believe God's word, and I know God's word, and therefore I'm going to walk in God's word, and I'm going to stand on God's word. Be women who surround yourselves with the word of God. Let's get it in our spirits. Get it in our homes. Amen? Amen. We need it. We need it. Word. Girl, yes. We need to find some clutch verses, some go-to verses. When we feel like our faith is being a bit shaken, we need to have those words that we're ready to draw on, that we're ready, that shield is ready to come up. You know, here's a few verses that we're clinging to in, in, our, in our home and just verses that whenever I feel a bit, like, just, just shaken, because it's okay for your, your faith gets shaken, you know, it's okay. Whenever I feel that way, I'm able to call on these verses. In Mark eleven twenty four, it says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe them, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Ephesians 20, Amber read this earlier. This is one of my favorite verses. It says that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Find your clutch verses. Go home tonight. Think about, think throughout this week. Okay, God, what are my verses going to be? What are the verses going to be that I call on when I feel like my faith is being a little bit stirred or a little bit shaken? What are the verses that I'm going to use to strengthen, that, the, that I'm going to use to strengthen my defense, my shield, when times get hard? Because we have to, we've got to be smart, right? We've got to be equipped. Amen? Let your faith rise to the level of God's word and just watch. You just watch what God will do. The last thing that I want to talk about that the word of God does for us is it builds our confidence. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you were just like, you were you found yourself stuck somewhere and you're just like, oh my gosh, like you were supposed to know something or you were supposed to, um, just something that you were needing to know the answer or needing to know how to do something and you had no idea how to do it. Have you ever been there where someone's like, oh, I need you to do this and you're like, uh, 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 like you just, it's like that shaking thing and you're like, I have no idea how to do that at all. You feel, it's like the worst feeling ever. You know, you just, you feel weak and you feel defeated. I can remember 
when I was in sixth grade, I, I'm just, let me just preface this and just say, I am like the worst of the worst of the worst when it comes to anything math. Like I am terrible, absolutely terrible. And so I remember when I was in sixth grade and I was, I somehow got placed in this advanced math class, which no business being in any kind of advanced anything regarding math ever in life, ever, okay? And so I got placed in this, this math class and I remember the teacher um, would call on people and, and some of the students and ask them to come up to the overhead projector. Any, do you guys still have overhead projectors in school? No, you have like PowerPoint screens and they're all touch. Okay, well, anyways, I'm not that old, but that just made me feel old. Okay, anyway, so call her, she would call us up to the overhead projector and we'd have to do these, um, these word problems and I would always be like, oh my God. I was, I was like, you know, when you're head down and you don't want someone to call on you and you're like, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact, like just head down. And so I'm doing, I would do that literally every day and I would just like skated by, like she wouldn't call on me. I'm like, oh, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus. And then one day, Mrs. Campbell, she called on me. She said, Ashley, it's your turn, honey. Why don't you come up and do a, a word problem? And I'm thinking, oh, dear God, this, I don't even know. I, this is bad. This is going to be really bad. And so I go up there, and the word problem is on the overhead projector. And, you know, it's in the middle of the classroom. It's a really bad place. So I'm standing in the middle of the classroom, and I'm looking at the overhead projector. And I, I mean, I literally, like, it, it was like, like a foreign language. I have no idea what it was. And she's like, okay, go ahead and do it. And I'm thinking like, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Like there's, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I'm like, can I get a, somebody. Um, and so I just, I'm sitting, I'm standing there and I, I start to like shake. And you know, I'm okay like being up in front of people if I know what I'm doing. But if I don't know what I'm doing, like nerves, sweat, like everything, and so I'm sitting there and I can just feel like the beads of sweat like just beating up on my back and I'm getting hot, you know, like that nervous feeling, you get super hot and I can feel my cheeks just turning red and I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden, like a tear just like, comes down from my cheek and she finally like got it that like, oh, you literally have no clue. And so she goes, she was a really sweet teacher. She goes, it's okay, honey. Go ahead and sit down. And so I go and sit down. I'm like crying in my seat. It's like the worst feeling ever. If I, like later on, she pulls me up and she's like, honey, I think that we might need to put you in a different math class. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Get me out of here. Don't ever make me do that again. I just remember feeling so lost and so weak. And you know, Sometimes it can be like that. We can have moments like that in life where our confidence can just be shaken or even it could just be shot. You know, maybe it's our confidence in our identity, in who we are, who we were created to be. Maybe it's our confidence um, in our finances, in our health, in our relationships, in our purpose. We, we can question, do we even have a purpose? You know, but God, when we, when we don't know what God's word says about us, it just enables us to be defeated. But God has given us a weapon. It's called the Word of God. I look again at the armor of God in Ephesians 6, and it talks about the Word of God being the sword of the Spirit. It is a weapon for us, but we have to know how to use it. We have to know how to fight back 
against the enemy so that our confidence is not shaken and so that we can stand on who God says we are, so that we can stand on what he says about our circumstances. You know, we, have you ever fan, found yourself when you're in a situation and you just, you felt attacked or you've just, you felt down and you're thinking to yourself, man, if only I could just find a way out of this. If only I knew what God's word says about this. You know, I, I've been there so many times, even, I'll just be honest with you, even in preparing this message, you know, like I said, I've got, I've got two little ones and I know some of you in here, you have maybe like four or five and you're like, two, honey, you're good. But let me just say, that's just my reality. And, um, and I also will say that one of them feels like two at some times. So I'll let you guess which one that is. But if you've seen her running around here, you know. But I just, you know, remember a couple nights ago, just really feeling shaken in my confidence. You know, I started out preparing this message feeling good, and I'm like, yeah, God, like, you're going to be with me, and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do this. You got this, God. And, I, and then a couple nights ago, just feeling really inadequate and feeling like, oh, God, I don't know that this is going to come together. Like, I just, I don't even know. Like, I don't remember, know how to do this. And then, you know, I'm reminded of Romans 8.37, it says, I am more than a conqueror. And then also in the verse it says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And so you know what I did? I just started saying that over and over again. It's like, God, I am more than a conqueror and that I can do this. You are the one who gives me strength. When I am weak, God, you are strong. I thank you for your strength, Father. I thank you for your word. And just proclaiming his, his word over me and just building up my confidence. It's amazing the confidence that this will bring into our lives. It's amazing. And before I knew it, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yes, I can do this. Thank you, God, that you go before me. You know, when we equip ourselves with the truth of his word, there's a confidence that begins to rise up. There's a voice that begins to say, you got this, girl. You can do this. You've got this. Maybe it sounds a little something like this. Right here. No, it doesn't sound like that. Maybe it sounds like this, though. inside of us that says, no, no, I've got this. God's word says that I've got this. Amen. You know, when we know the word of God, there is a confidence and a boldness. There's a roar that rises up inside of us and it enables us to draw our sword, that sword of the spirit, the word of God, it enables us to draw that sword and fight back against the enemy and speak his truth over our circumstances and speak his truth over our future. That is what the word of God does for us. We need to be women who get his word in our spirits so that when we are under attack, when the enemy comes at us and tries to mess with us and mess with our heads and tries to shake up our confidence, we know what his word says. And we can stand on it and we can say, I am the daughter of the king and he is enthralled by my beauty. I am a chosen daughter, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to God. 
My God is for me, so who can be against me? My Father owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he will supply all my needs. He has plans to prosper me and gives me a future to hope in, and that hope will not be cut off. He is my help, the one who sustains me. God is my refuge, my ever-present help in times of trouble. He knew me before I was born. He knows every hair on my head and every thought in my mind. He created me. He knit me together in my mother's womb. He knows me. I am his. When I am weak, he is strong. I can do all things through him because he is my strength. He is my defender. He will go to battle for me. He is my firm foundation. My God is with me, and he is mighty to save. He takes great delight in me. Amen? Amen. That is his word. So we need to be the women who get it. We got to get it. We got to know what it says so that we can draw that sword and we will walk around and you will just slay all day long. Amen. That is the power that we have that is right here in this book. It's right here and it's available to us. Every day, always. Every time something comes up that doesn't line up with the word of God, you draw your sword and you say, no, this is what the word of God says. This is what the word of God says. And when, when we're wise women who get the word in our hearts and in our spirits, our faith will be built, and our confidence will rise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, as we close tonight, I just want to take a few moments to just talk about some practical ways that we can get God's word in our life. Because that's honestly, that's why, we, that's why we chose this theme this season. We just, we want to be practical about it. You know, sometimes... Sometimes we complicate it, and we complicate the Word of God. And, you know, Pastor Gary, on Sunday, yesterday, he spoke an amazing message on the Word of God. If you were here, you heard it, and it was incredible. If you weren't, I would encourage you to go online and listen to that because it was seriously so good and so practical and so applicable. So go and, and listen to that. But, you know, we make um, getting into the Word of God, we make it such a religious thing. And, you know, he was talking about how, you know, we make it more about the quantity, like how much we read every day, how many chapters we read so that we can like check off the box, put a star on your chart. You know, we make it more about the quantity than about the quality. You know, there's nowhere in God's word that says you need to spend five hours a day reading through a hundred chapters every day and that's what will get you to heaven, okay? The Word of God, it's, it's all about strengthening our relationship with Him. So let's just quickly talk about a few practical ways that we can get His Word into our lives. You know, one of the things that I love, and you've heard us talk, if you've been here at Chicken Action, you, you've heard us talk about these little books, but they're called um, God's Promises. They're little books on, about God's promises. And you can find these anywhere online, like just Google God's Promise Book, and it will come up, and they're super affordable. And you know, these 
these are a great way. These are a great way to find your clutch scriptures, you know, your go-to scriptures that I was talking about when you need to build up your faith and build up your confidence. This is a great tool for that. So I'd encourage you, you know, it, sometimes it's hard to know where to start when it comes to reading the Bible. So, so start here, <laughs> start here. God's promise books. You know, another thing, like I was telling you earlier, I have post-it notes like everywhere and I write on chalkboards and mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Like I was telling you, man, go to the 99 cent store and get yourself some post-it notes and just put it all around. Put, his, put the verses on the mirror so that when you're getting ready in the morning, you see and you're getting his word into your life. Write it, get a, you know, what are those whiteboard markers? You can write on your mirror, it just wipes right off. You can just, you know, get his word into your heart. This, I started this back in 2005. Okay, so I've had this for a long time, and it's probably just something that I got at a place like Target or something like that, and it just has a little binder, and it has lots of note cards in it, and I've just gone through and I've written scriptures on here, and, you know, I used to carry this around in my purse all the time. I don't know why. I'm going to start again, okay? I'm, I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to start carrying this in my diaper bag again, because we've got to draw on his word, and so I would just choose scriptures in here that inspired me, that just built up faith and, and scriptures about wisdom, because you all know that, you know, I struggle with that. And so, and things about pride, that's the one that I struggle with. Um, but, you know, just, just being able to carry this around and, and just pull on it whenever I need it. So let's just be, let's get creative. Let's get practical about getting his word in us. Amen. Psalm 119, verse 9 through 16, says this. This is David writing this, King David. And he says, how can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees, and I will not neglect your word. And I just pray tonight that we would have a heart like David when it comes to the word of God, that it would be life to us. This is an amazing gift. And like I said at the, at the beginning, this holds all of the answers that we could ever need in life. Amen. It is filled with wisdom. It is filled with God's love for you. It's filled with scriptures and stories that will build your faith. It's filled with scriptures that will tell you who you are in Christ and build up your confidence. So let's be women who are hungry for God's word. Let's be women who are passionate about his word. Let's be women who cannot go a day, cannot go a day without getting his word into our lives, into our hearts, and into our minds. Amen? I just want to pray for you tonight. And I just want to pray that, that God's that God would just give us a revelation tonight. You know, many of you in here, I know you, you're amazing, and you are like, yes and amen to all of this. Like, you are in your word all the time, and that's just amazing. I love, I'm so inspired by women like that who are just like God's word is everything to them. And you know, I just, I'm on the journey. 
I'm on the journey like a lot of you, and I just, I pray that God's word will just become that, that source in my life. And so, you know, for those of you in here who maybe you're, you're sitting here and you're feeling a little convicted, maybe, let me just tell you, that's not the heart of this message, and that's not the heart of God, okay? This message is just to encourage you and to inspire you to be in his word more. So I just want to pray very simply over us that God would seal his word in our hearts and that there would be a stirring in us for more of him. Amen. Let's just pray. Father God, I thank you for this night, Lord. I thank you that you have brought us here, God. I thank you for each woman woman that is in this place, God. I thank you that you have plans and you have a purpose for each and every single one of us. Father, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you that it is your very breath. I thank you that it is our source. God, I thank you for this gift that you have given us. And tonight, Father, as your word has gone forward, I pray, Lord, that you would seal it in our hearts, God. Let us not leave tonight, God, unchanged. Let us leave changed, God, because that's what your word does. Your word changes us. So, God, let us walk out of here tonight encouraged and inspired to spend more time in your word, God, to get it in our lives, God. I cannot stress it enough. Father, I just pray that there would be some, just a spirit, God, that would rise up here tonight, that there would be a passion that would stir in our hearts for more of your word, for more of your truth, for more of your wisdom, for more of your faith, for God, for more confidence. Seal your word in our hearts today, tomorrow, and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, go home and put some of these tools to work. Man, I'm telling you. Another, there's another one that I forgot to tell you that's just a practical, tangible tool. A lot of you have the Bible app downloaded on your phones. There's an audio that you can just press play, and you can just, while you're getting ready, or while you're cooking, or while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, you can just be playing the Word of God in the background. And, and you might think that, oh, I'm just listening to it. No, God's word is that powerful. It will get into your spirit. It will get into your house. It will get into your mind. Amen? Pastor Ann's going to come and she's going to give you guys some more instructions, but I just want to encourage you, be encouraged tonight. Don't walk out of here feeling, feeling ashamed or feeling like you're not meeting the mark. Please, please don't feel that way. Be encouraged. Be stirred to get in his word. Let it light your way. Amen. Amen. Love you, girls. You are amazing. Love you, love you, love you.